your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome, and now for this week's edition of All Around the Leagues. Welcome to the NRG Gym Kent County Football League Roundup, starting with the weekend results. In the Premier Division, Bromley and Snill, Stansfeld 2, Fleet Down 1, Otford 0, Hawkins 1, K-Sports Reserves 5, Ide Hill 1, New Romney 2, Kings Hill 4, Crockenhill 1, Peckham Town 0, Strikeforce 0, Stablehurst Monarchs 1, Village Borden 2, Tudor Sports 0, Farnborough Old Boys Guild 2. In Division 1, Central and East, Cuxton 91, 8, Ashford 1, Lawswood Reserves 1, Hollands and Blair Reserves 1, Rustall Reserves 3, Whitstable Town Reserves 0, Snodden Town Reserves 0, Larkford and New Hythe Wanderers 1, Sturry 1, Thanet United 1, Tenton Town 4, Rochester 3. And in Division 1, West, Belvedere 3, Southern Athletic 1, 10 MB 3, Welling Park 1, Metrogas 1, Bexley 0, Red Velvet 5, Club Langley 0, South East Athletic 0, Halls 2. In Division 2, Central and East, Beersted 0, Sinkports 1, Lidtown Reserves 0, Minster 9, Punjab Reserves 4, Dealtown Rangers 4, Rochester City Reserves 0, Stablehurst Monarchs Reserves 7, Sittingbourne Reserves 3, Ramsgate Reserves 5, Woodnersborough 2, Cuxton 91 reserves 5. In Division 2 West, Crayford Arrows 4, Long Lane 0, Dulwich Village 0, Fleet Down reserves 1, Equinocchial 5, Tudor Sports 2, Stansford reserves 0, Danson Sports 3. In Division 3 Central and East, Aylesford 5, Hildenborough 5, Canterbury University Sport 1, Ide Hill reserves 1, Locomotive Canterbury 4, Pilgrims 1, Minster Reserves 3, Gillingham Town 6, New Romney Reserves 2, Dartford Celtic 2, Tankerton 2, Tenton Town 2. In Division 3 West, Bexley Reserves 1, Metrogas Reserves 0, Danson Sports Reserves 2, Greenway Aces 2, Farnborough Old Boys Guild Reserves 4, Long Lane Reserves 0, Horsted United 1, Bromleyans Reserves 0, and South East Athletic Reserves 3, AFC Lewisham 2. Results from the Veterans Division in Division 2, Cobham Colts 4 and Corians United 3, Marden Miners 0, Ditton 4, Woodcombe Sports and Social 5, Vinters 3. And two results from Division 3, K-Sports United Reserves 0, Fox 3, Larkford and New Heights Wanderers 10, Aylesford 0. Before a look at the weekend action, news of a uh, statement issued on behalf of the County League by Chairman Gavin Hoare at the weekend. He described it as a clear and unequivocal directive to all its members and everyone associated with the League. Point one, the guidance issued is not debatable. It is there for one purpose and one purpose only, to be followed. We no longer ask you to follow it. We're now stating it as a League instruction to follow it. Point two, the Kent County Football Association issued clear guidance about dressing rooms Abide by it was the message. Unless you can guarantee compliance, lock the doors and do what is recommended. Turn up ready, play the game and then go home. We will get more games played that way, he says. Point three, extra seating in technical areas should be provided to ensure the occupants remain at a safe distance from each other and spectators. 
Point four, on-field and after-match celebrations must be muted and restrained. Point five, spectators must respect the rule of six and maintain social distancing at all times. Gavin went on, let us not pull any punches now. Things are far too serious not to. We have made it clear from day one that we as a league have a moral responsibility. We are not the Covid police, but protecting lives is far more important than playing one game. It is vitally important to stress that sport being exempt from the regulations refers to whilst participating in the match and on-field play only. Players are not exempt from anything before or after matches. The league fully supports the massive effort made by the vast majority, but the handful not playing the game are a risk not un- just undoing all this great effort, but putting lives of those not at the games at risk, as well as those partaking in the game. The league will not sit back and let this happen. Let us stay vigilant, let us play this straight down the line, and let's support all the work already done. We want there to be a league to play in next week, next month, and next year. To do that, we may just have to do things differently. The league has supported you, the clubs, and again, we say the vast majority have supported us. We do not believe we're asking the impossible, but everyone, every club, has to play their part. If they do, we all win. If they do not, we can only see one inevitable outcome. Looking at some of the highlights of the weekend, Fleet Down continued their great start to the season. Charlie Perfect coming off the bench to score the winner against Oxford United. Fleet Down's uh, start mirrors the club's early season form last campaign. And manager Jimmy Martin says, yes, it's a very good start, but it looks like it's going to be a very open division this year. Let's hope we can finish this time. Fleet Down are a point clear of four clubs who have identical records. Farnborough Boys Guild won their third in four games, 2-0 at Tudor Sports. Caleb Daney and Subavoki Palmer were the scorers. Lee Armstrong scored twice early on as Kings Hill beat Crockenhill 4-1. The bad news and good wishes go to Harry Balderston, who suffered a fractured cheekbone in that game. Dan Binder and Liam Gear earned New Romney back-to-back wins away from home, 2-1 against Ide Hill in the Seven Oaks Village's first game in a new season, long agreement with neighbours Seven Oaks Town. The host led at half-time, courtesy of Colum Grant's fine volley. Red Jenkins scored for the second week running and Jay O'Bourne added the other as Stansfield won 2-0 at Bromleyans. Vicenzo Wade scored twice as K-Sports Reserves won 5-1 at Hawkinge while Dover Academy youngster Alex Green was on the score sheet as Borden Village claimed their first win of the season 2-1 at Staplehurst Monarchs. Peckham picked up their second home goldish draw of the season against Faversham Strike Force in front of an excellent crowd of 184. Bad news there too for skipper Nicky Meter who thanked the club supporters for their messages, love and support after he was injured and taken to hospital in that game. Meter was on crutches at the weekend and we wish him well in his recovery. In Division 1 Central East, Connor Charlton hit Larkford a New Highs winner at uh, Snodland Town. They are now unbeaten in four and lead the table. Dan Henshaw's hat-trick was the feature as Cuxham 91 thrashed Ashford 8-1 in front of another 100-plus crowd. Starry's 1-1 draw against Thanet United was filmed by Meridian TV as part of a feature screened on Monday night on how grassroots football is coping with COVID-19. Dan Smith, Ashley Bubb, Joe Mullen and Ben Emery all featured in soundbites and was used to illustrate a campaign led by former England goalkeeper David James, who believes the pandemic is affecting football at all levels, says that uh, one in ten clubs could be out of uh, business by the end of the season, 
and says that three out of every ten young players haven't returned to their clubs since amateur sport got the go-ahead. Second place Red Velvet were the biggest winners of the day in Division 1, Elfie Maisie scoring twice in their 5-0 win over Club Langley, the club's third successive win. They trailed HFS 10MB by three points after the leaders beat Welling Park 3-1, Rafael President scoring for the second week running. But by no stretch of the imagination, the goal-scoring performance of the day came in Division 3 Central and East, where Adam Murad scored four times as Gillingham Town beat Minster Reserves 6-3. He scored uh, twice in the first half, 28 and 45 minutes, 49 and 61, completing his uh, four-goal salvo, with Lucas Venetia de Silva stepping in with uh, two more as uh, Gillingham Town led 4-1 at half-time. Looking at the league tables as we uh, complete the first month of the campaign, Fleet Down United topping the Premier Division table, as we uh, said earlier, 10 from 4, ahead of uh, four clubs, Farnborough Boys Guild, Kings Hill, New Romney and Stansfeld, all with 9 from their opening four games. At the bottom, Ide Hill without a point from their three starts, uh, with above them Oxford United 1 from 4 and Faversham Strikeforce 2 from 4. Moving on to Division 1 East, well, Larkfield and New Hyde Wanderers are the early pace setters there. Four wins out of four, giving them 12 points and a five-point gap to Snodland Town Reserves, Sturry and Hollands and Blair Reserves. Sturry, though, have played a game less. At the bottom, Ashford and Guru Nanak, uh, both with a point from three games, still looking for their first win. In Division 1 West, the leaders there are... HFSP and 10MB, four wins out of four, 12 points, three ahead of Red Velvet, who won their opening three games, and Metrogas, who won three out of their opening four matches. At the bottom, Sydenham Sports, Southern Athletic Reserves and Southeast Athletic all have just one point from their opening four games. In Division 2, Central and East, leading the table there, Cuxon 91 Reserves, four wins out of four, a record match by Minster, Sinkports and Staplehurst Monarchs, both with nine from their opening three games. Two unbeaten records there, still to be dented. At the bottom, not such good news for Rochester City Reserves and Lidtown Reserves, already on the end of some heavy defeats and uh, without a win in their collective seven games of the, of the new season. Moving on to Division 2 West, Crayford Arrows leading the table there. Nine points in four games, one ahead of Equinocchial with Dance and Sports, Drama and Athletic and Tudor Sports Reserves, all with six points from their opening games. Johnson Phillips awaiting their first point after three successive defeats. Moving on to Division 3 Central and East, and the leaders there are Locomotive Canterbury, three wins out of four, giving them nine points and a two-point cushion over Aylesford, Gillingham Town and Tankerton. At the bottom, New Romney Reserves and Canterbury City University, both with a point from their opening three matches. And in Division 3 West, front runners there, Brighton Rates Reserves, three wins out of three, but a record matched by Farnborough Boys Guild and Holsters United in terms of winning three out of their four games, nine points out of... Uh, their opening matches at the bottom Bromleyans reserves 0 from 4 Dance and Sports reserves 1 from 4 
looking at the leading goal scorers in the County League as we enter the second month of competition, where Todd Jordan of Minster leads the way with eight from four. Behind him come Jake Fitzpatrick with seven from three, and then a clutch of players on six from three, Danny Maslick of St. Ports, Nathan Medley of Bryden Ropes Reserves, courtesy of two hat-tricks, and Adam Murad, who uh, scored four in Gillingham Town's 6-3 win at Minster Reserves at the weekend. He's got six from two. Behind him, Marlon Ortiz, always a prolific goalscorer for Equinocchio, started the season well with six from four. Finally, in this week's roundup, we look ahead to games of the weekend for this coming Saturday, October the 3rd. In the Premier Division, Stansford in fifth place, with home to leaders Fleet Down. In Division 1 Central and East, something has to give at the bottom, perhaps Ashford hosting Guru Nanak. Uh, both teams yet to record a victory this season, filling the bottom and second bottom spots in the table, with uh, just one point from their collective six games played. In Division 2 Central and East, Ramsgate Reserves recorded their first win of the season at the weekend, 5-3 against Sittingbourne Reserves. They host St Ports, who are one of the top four sides still unbeaten this season. In Division 2 West, Danson Sports, unbeaten in four with one win and three draws, host Parkwood Rangers, third meeting sixth there. In Division 3 Central and East, third place Gillingham Town with 4-2 and 6-3 back-to-back wins, host Paddock Wood, six on the table, having won their last two. And in Division 3 West, Farm Old Boys Guild Reserves, second in the table, take on Greenway Aces. Hello and welcome to this Essex Alliance League September review as we look over the first month's worth of football action in the Essex Alliance League so far. We start our roundup in the senior division where the early leaders are FC Berezi who have won three out of four of their opening league games and sit one point ahead of the rest on 10 points so far uh, having made an unbeaten start and they'll be very very pleased with that so far. But they sit just ahead of three teams who have so far got perfect records. Three teams have won three games out of three, including DTFC, who uh, have a scoring record so far of scored 17 and conceded just one. So they will un- undoubtedly be a threat this season. But West Essex also have a very, very similar record. Uh, they sit third at the moment with three games, three wins out of three, uh, with a goal difference of plus 15. And they are also looking to be a real threat this year, having made an excellent start to the campaign. FC Petro Cub are the third of the sides with three out of three so far. They sit fourth in the table. Um, they Their goal difference is not quite so healthy, but they have won all their games so far. And they actually play DTFC this coming weekend, which could well be an early indicator as to where this title may go. Sitting just below the bot, the bot, the top four sides in the division, we have Lymore Gardens, who will be pleased with their start. Uh, they've they've won two out of their four games so far, including a draw. So they sit a couple of points off of the sides at the top end of the table. In sixth position in the senior division, Jolos Sports have made a successful return to the league with two wins from two so far. Both 1-0 victories, so close games there. Uh, but we expect that they will be one of the sides to, to be... Uh, looked at, looked for this year uh, and are technically the reigning champions of the league still so they'll be looking to hold on to that crown just below that we have CSM London and Tower United both sitting on identical records so far with two wins and two losses from their first four games of the season uh, so they both have six points so far with some indifferent, indifferent results 
Just below that, Chigwell Town are sitting in ninth. They have one win from their first four games of the season. So they sit with three points. Uh, and they're just ahead of the sides who are all pointless. And there's four of those at the bottom so far. London Cranes have lost all three of their games so far. Blue Marlin the same. All Prospects and Rapid Chingford make up the bottom two, who also will need to look at improving their goal difference, having conceded probably too many for their liking so far in the senior division. We move into that, looking at the Division 1 action now, and two sides sit top with three wins out of three so far. Woodford East have been uh, had a very impressive start to the season. They've scored 17 and conceded none so far out of their three games, and they are looking like a hot prospect in this division, despite having been promoted three divisions over the summer. So they're looking looking very strong. And just behind them, Leighton Royal, uh, who are on second on goal difference alone, also sitting with three wins out of three, and will be looking to recreate the form that they had towards the end of last season when they were under the name of Chingford United. So they are also going to be a threat to, to that title this year. Now, London Park City started the season with two wins from two, but they did lose at the weekend, that unbeaten record. So, But they still sit third with six points from their opening three games, and they will be very, 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 very pleased with their efforts so far. Just below them in fourth are Wapping, who have won two and lost two so far, and sit on six points. They're uh, a side who can beat anybody on their day, but do have... Um, the unfortunate knack of losing a couple of games that they probably wouldn't have wanted to. Just below them are Chadwell Heath Spartans in fifth, who unfortunately had their season delayed due to COVID. Um, and they obviously resumed their action a couple of weeks ago. And they are unbeaten with a win and a draw so far from their opening two fixtures. And they sit on four points. Kit Out London also started their season quite late. And they have one win from their first game, which was a 3-2 victory against Kwanzaa's London Sport at the weekend. So Kit Out London currently sit uh, on three points, but obviously have games in hand now on the sides above them. In seventh place, Francis Luke uh, secured their first victory of the season a couple of weeks ago. They've won one out of the three they've played so far, and they sit seventh in the table. On the same points are North East Lions, although from a game more. Uh, they had their first win of the season recently too, so they'll be pleased with their opening month's efforts, although they'll both be looking to build upon that form as we enter October. Sitting ninth are Eastside, who out of the two games they've played, they've drawn one and lost one. Defensively, looking very, very solid so far, having only conceded one goal in those uh, two games played, but they haven't yet scored a goal, but they do have a point from their first two games. And the two sides that are sitting winless at the bottom of the table so far are Frenford, who have lost both games that they've played so far, and <coughs> the league new boys, Kwanzaa's London Sport, who have played free and lost free and will look to be upturning that form as they enter the next month. In Division 2, Belfry lead the way with three wins from three so far in a very congested top four of this table so far. They've won all three games, uh, scoring 19, conceding six, and they lead the way on goal difference. Just They're just ahead of Cowley Community, who have actually played a game more. So they've won three out of their four games so far. They also have nine points for the uh, County Cup finalists from last season. And they have an identical record, Cowley, with third-placed Dagenham United, who have the unfortunate alphabetical order uh, situation there, being in third place, but they've also won three of their first four. 
Sitting fourth in the table are Forest Green with three wins from three. And they're only trailing on goal difference once again. They'll they'll be very, very pleased with their start, having dropped down from Division 1 over the summer. So that's an excellent start for them. Fifth place, Newham Wanderers had a great start with two wins from two, although they did see that, that unbeaten record come to an end at the weekend with a defeat. But they sit on six points and could well be one of the sides to challenge in the promotion places. In sixth place, Chingford Athletic A have had an indifferent start to the season, having won two and lost two of their four games so far. And they sit on six points um, in the mid- right in the middle of the table. And uh, they'll be looking to improve their form and a little bit more consistency as we enter the second month of the season. In seventh place, Rain and Working Men's Club, they have won one and drawn one from their first four games of the year. They have four points in total. So they're sitting a couple of points behind the sides in mid-table um, and they'll certainly be looking to get a little bit more consistency as they as they move into October. Oldest Damians also have just the one win from their opening four games. They sit on three points currently in eighth place in the table and they'll undoubtedly probably be not so pleased with that start having won their first game of the year but they haven't won anything since. Um, so things are looking to turn around for them hopefully. In ninth place, St. Francis have played three and they've only taken just the draw from those games so far. So they sit on one point in the table uh, and having been promoted, I think there's, there's quite a big step up in, in level as they've probably found so far. But they'll be confident that they can improve that as the season goes on. Then we have Barkingside A, who actually haven't yet started their league campaign, but will do so this weekend. And they sit on zero points. And below them are the two teams who have so far... Uh, had all defeats, which is Unity, who have lost three from three, and Royal Forest, who have also lost three from three, uh, having been one of the front runners in this division last season, which had a bit of a turnaround for them. In Division Three, Melbourne Sports are the leaders uh, as they make their first um, showing at this level of the game, having come down from Division Two last season. They've played two and won two so far with nine goals scored and one against, so they sit top with six points. And they are one goal ahead of FHN Athletic or Forest Havering North Athletic to give them their full title, who have played three and won two so far. Um, they have been seeing a lot of goals at both ends of the field um, and are a young side who are looking to progress on and they've made a good start to this season. Sitting in third are the early leaders in this division who were old Barcabians reserves who won both of their opening games but have been out of action now for a couple of weeks. So they also sit on six points and trail just by goal difference. But they'll be pleased with their, their start so far. In fourth place are Bailey Football Academy. They secured their first win of the season on, on the, over the weekend and they now sit with four points with a win and a draw from their opening three games. Uh, a young side who are, who are looking to move forward and could well pose a threat in this division. Loughton Lions are sitting fifth, and they've played just the one game so far, and that was a 3-2 victory uh, away at FHN Athletic. So given the pre-season that the Lions have had, we would expect them to be a side challenging in those those upper positions. <clears throat> in sixth place are Lymore Gardens Reserves, who are playing at this level for the first time, having been promoted from Division 4 last season. They've had a mixed start to the season with a win and a defeat in their opening two games. So they sit on three points so far in the middle table, middle of the table. In seventh place, 
Glendale have uh, had have played three games so far. They have drawn two and lost one, so yet to record a victory, but just the one defeat so far. They sit on two points. Just below Glendale are Epping United in eighth place, and they have played two and taken just just the draw from that, so that gives them the one point. ASA in ninth place have yet to make their, their debut in the competition, so they are sitting ninth with zero points from zero games. Just below them are the two winless teams so far, Fairlock Rovers, who have played two and lost two, and Flyers under 23s, who also have that record and will look to be improving on their scoring record, having not yet scored a goal. In Division 4, it couldn't be much closer at the top of the table with two sides on almost identical records. Custom House United lead the way uh, from their three games. They've won two and drawn one, and that leaves them on seven points so far. And they lead it on goal difference from Royal Forest Reserves, who are uh, in their debut season in the league. They also have two wins and a draw from their three games, keeping them unbeaten. But their, their goal difference keeps them just below the leaders so far. Newham Royals are sitting in third and are the only other unbeaten side in this division. They have won one and drawn two of their three games so far and sit on five points, just two points behind the leaders. Emerson United Reserves uh, have played three and they've taken one of each, a win, a draw and a defeat from their opening games. Uh, they have four points and they sit on an almost identical record to so fifth place to Gevy United who have the same points tally. So do Chingford Harriers in sixth place who also have a win, draw and a loss from their opening games. Um, but they'll be in, in, in happy with their start, which is an improvement on last season so far. In seventh place, Avondale Rangers will probably be a little bit Upset with their start so far with just the one win from their opening three games of the season. They sit on three points in seventh position uh, and they lead on goal difference from Brentwood United Reserves, who are eighth placed, who have won one and lost one from their opening two games of the season. In ninth place, Collier Row A celebrated their first win as a team over the weekend as they picked up three points, uh, making it one win from their opening four games so far. They moved off the bottom as a result of that. Replacing them at the bottom of the table are Dagenham United Reserves, who so far have played three and just got the draw uh, to account for their points tally of one so far, but they will be looking to improve as they move on. Thank you for listening to this Essex Alliance League roundup for September, and we look forward to bringing you more coverage as the season goes on. Hi all, it's Dean from the Scaffold again, here to look back at the action from last Saturday and to look forward to the fixtures approaching this weekend. Now following a heavy month of FA Vars and FA Cup matches, it was good to focus on our league again last Saturday, where we had 10 Premier Division and 7 First Division fixtures. It was an absolute goal fest in our Premier Division um, on Saturday. We had 49 goals across the 10 games, despite one of them ending 0-0. Uh, looking at the results, we had AFC Croydon beating Canterbury City 3-0. Beckenham Town lost 4-3 to Bearstead. Chatham Town spanked Tower Hamlet 6-1. Jack Evans scored twice in that game. Emmanuel Oliodi scored twice for Corinthian as they beat Fisher 4-2. Dilltown won 5-2 at home to Punjab United. 
Eriff Town kept up their good run with a 3-2 home win against Crowborough. Glebe got their first win of the season. Charlie McDonald scoring twice in a 3-2 win at home to Lordswood. Hollands and Blair and Eriff and Belvedere was the game that ended up goalless. Sheppey United needed a last-minute winner to beat Ballam 3-2. And the big game of the weekend was Tunbridge against Wellingtown, first three second, and it ended level 2-2. Um, two second-half goals from Tunbridge Wells there. They went 2-0 down, so a uh, good start from Welling, but, but um, unfortunately have lost their 100% winning record, but remain unbeaten. On Monday night, we had one further game. That was between K-Sports and Sheppey, and that ended level, one all. The point did see Sheppey United go top, but we do have midweek fixtures on Tuesday and Wednesday, so I'm sure Chatham Town and Corinthian will have something to say about Sheppey United hitting the, uh, the summit there. In the uh, first division, Kennington remained top after a 4-0 win against uh, another fancy side in Rustle. Gary Lockyer scored a couple there. Um, other results saw Snodland Town come from behind to win away at Brydon Ropes 2-1. SC Thamesmead picked up their first win of the season. That was against FC Olmsted and that was 2-1. That was another 2-1 um, for Lewisham Borough beating Greenways. Jonathan Tadafi scoring both goals. Holmesdale had a nice 5-1 win against Sutton Athletic. Kent Football United, they got their first win of the season, another 2-1 uh, against Meridian. And Rochester United drew 2-2 with Stansfeld. So Kennington topped that league uh, and are looking good, um, closely followed by Rochester uh, and Holmesdale too. Um, looking at the top goal scorers for, for the divisions, there's some, some big names already uh, after just four weeks at the top, Ryan Golding heads the Premier Division top goalscorers table and uh, he's closely followed by Jack Midson, Jack Evans, Billy Bennett in the First Division. Gary Lockyer looking trim, he's out on top uh, and he's followed by Jerome Walker, um, Shamik Farrell and Callum Peck among others. Looking ahead at the uh, weekend's action on Saturday the 3rd of October. Um, we've got uh, a couple of FA Cup games now. We've still got three teams left in the FA Cup, which is great for us at, at this stage. Um, and they've drawn some incredible ties for them. Um, very pleased with the ties they've, they've drawn out. Corinthian are at home to National League Southside, Hampton and Richmond. Chatham Town go to Folkestone in a right good Kent derby, that one. And uh, Sheppey United host Welling United in a bit of a classic game there and looking forward to that one being a bit of a Welling United fan um, but we also have, have a whole lot of uh, league fixtures too uh, we've got eight in the Premier Division we've got Ballam against Dill, Bearstead against Eriff Town, Beckenham Town uh, host Fisher, Canterbury City host Glebe, Wellingtown visit Crowborough, K-Sports host AFC Croydon, Lordswood Welcome Era from Belvedere to Martin Grove and Tower Hamlets entertain Hollands and Blair. In the first division, we've got Croydon are making the long trip down to Lidtown. Meridian VP host Rochester. Rustle host Holmesdale. That's probably the game of the day in that division. SC Thamesmead 
welcome Lucian Borough to the Bayliss Avenue, which will be open for the first time this season. Uh, Leaders Kennington will travel up to Stansfeld and Sutton Athletic will host high school in Greenways. So we've got a, an excellent weekend of uh, fixtures in both the league and the cup for our scaffold team. So uh, I'll be back next week to have a look and talk about how they went down. And hopefully we've still got one or two teams in the FA Cup. Thank you and stay safe this week. Bye. Hi guys, it's Rav from Grand Sports Club representing R&D this week. Uh, starting with the Prem, just the two games in the Prem. Uh, AFC Rangers losing 5-2 to Ancorians. And Medway City winning 4-1 against Chatham Town Saturdays. Uh, moving into Division 1, just the one fixture from Division 1. We have Sittingbourne Town drawing one all against Eccles. Division 2, the Prince winning 3-1 against Range Rovers Colts. And Watering Wanderers losing 3-0 to Greenway Aces Old Boys. Into Division 3, Bredis Juniors continuing their good run, uh, winning 6-0 against Burham. And unfortunately, our uh, Grand Sports losing 3-2 to Medway Athletic 17. Wasn't a good performance at all. Uh, Division 4, Miletown drawing 2 with Little Shastard. And Park Regis Reds winning 4-1 against Bly Sports FC. Into the Cup this week, so the Centenary Cup uh, and Group A. Gillingham Green uh, and Medway Borough was abandoned. Medway Stars winning 3-1 against Riverside. And Parkwood Community Association winning 6-0 against Sheerness East. In the Centenary Cup Group B. AFC Minster losing 5-0 to Park Regis Athletic. Ballstall winning 7-1 against FC Walden. Cannon 24 winning 2-0 against Ash Green. Eccles winning 3-0 against AI Sports. Hunton losing 4-3 to Parkwood Community Association Reserves. And Medway Knights winning 2-1 against Stockbury Athletic. And Pavilion winning 3-2 against Medway Rovers 18. Uh, Centenary Cup Group C. AFC United Medway losing 2-1 to Village Upchurch. And Corian's Academicals losing 5-2 to Techers. Beachwood 76th winning 7-1 against Medway Tigers. Greenway Aces Reserves winning 3-1 against the Apple Yard. Medway Athletic drawing 2 with Bleakwood Rangers uh, with Bleakwood winning 4-2 on penalties. Raynham Kenworth winning 4-1 against Gillingham Bill Bow. And Rochester FC against Macklin Arms was postponed. So fixtures for this week. In the Prem, so it's all league games this week. In the Prem, we see Ancorians take on Gillingham Green. Chatham Town Saturdays take on Parkwood Community Association. Riverside take on Midway Stars. Sheerness East take on Midway Borough. And the Stag take on AFC Rangers. In Division 1, Ballstall face Pavilion Athletic. Cliff United take on Sittingbourne Town. Eccles take on AI Sports. Hunton take on Park Regis Athletic and Midway Rovers take on Ash Green in Division 2. Ballstall Wanderers against Greenway Aces. Cannon 24 against Parkwood Community Association Reserves. FC Waldham against Stockbury Athletic. Range Rovers Colts against Walteringbury Wanderers and the Prince take on AFC Minster. 
In Division 3, Burham take on Macklin Arm 16. Ascells Grand Sports Club at home against Beechwood 76. Princess Park face Techers. And continue in Division 3. We have the Apple Yard take on Medway Athletic 17. And the Village Upchurch take on AFC United Medway in Division 4. And Corian's Academicals take on Medway Athletic. Chilling in Bilbao take on Bly Sports. Little Shastard take on Raynham Kenilworth. Medway Tigers against Bleakwood Rangers. Miletown against Greenwood Aces Reserves. And Rochester FC against Park Regis Reds. Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't? Download Down to Play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get Down to Play for free in the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Bromley and South London Football League uh, section of the Silk podcast for this week. It's the end of the month, so I'll bring you a few more updates. Uh, this is Daniel Hollis, the League Secretary, reporting on the results, the fixtures to come, a little update on the league tables as they stand early on in the season and also on top goal scorers. So, first of all, to the John Cooper Premier Division and some great results this week. Um, AMG Ballers 1, 10MB Sports 2. First win for 10MB Sports, really pleased for them. Uh, bad luck to AMG Ballers, who won their um, first game of the season. Eltham Town 3, FC Greenwich 8. What a result for um, FC Greenwich. Um, really, really impressive result for them. Dan Corbett bagged a brace for Eltham Town, but it wasn't enough. FC Greenwich 8 goals. Luke Wells a hat-trick. Mickey Brown a hat-trick. Trevor Hammett uh, 2. Their season now going. Uh, two losses and a draw before this one. That win, actually, from a really hard run of fixtures, uh, means they've got four points from four games. They won't be They'll be disappointed they haven't got more, but they're definitely not out of the race for the title, that's for sure. Then we have Leighton Athletic Reserves, their first win of the season, 4-1 against Holmesdale Reserves. And then Old Roan, four wins out of four for them, 3-1 winners against Aero from Belvedere Reserves. No surprise to hear that Pat Brennan got all the Old Roan goals there. Great result for them. And then another team flying high, Westwick and Albion 1, Bauma 5. Well done to Bauma. Again, great start to the season for them. Um, they'll be fighting for that title, I'm sure with Old Roan amongst others. Okay, on to the Jim Hampson Division 1. And a huge result here. Eden Park, 10. Welling Park Reserves, 1. Andrea Carrera got 2. Michael Roy got 2. And James Hunter grabbed a hat-trick for Eden Park. As a league, you never really like to see games that are that one-sided. Bad luck to Welling Park Reserves. Hopefully it's an off day for them and they'll recover. Then Lewisham Athletic, 3. Agenda, 3. Lewisham Athletic off the Board on the board, sorry, points on the board for the first time this season. Lewisham Project 1, Farnborough Thirds 3. Good result, Farnborough Thirds. Alex Barnes grabbed two goals for them. South Dulwich, nil, Groundhoppers nil. That was um, one of my games of the week. <laughs> Looked like it would be a cracker and a close game, and it was a close game, but sadly no goals. Then West Bromley Albion, who started the season with two wins out of two. West Bromley Albion 4, Rustlers 1. Uh, Andy Brobby with two goals for West Bromley Albion. Uh, they've had a really good start to the season after going down from the Premier Division last season. OK, on to Division 2. Beckenham 1, Matagalpa 4. Good result for Matagalpa. That bad luck to Beckenham. We won their first game of the season. Then um, Crofton and Albion versus Eltham Eagles was sadly abandoned due to um, a, a, a violent incident, which we're investigating further. Farnborough 4th, 6. Peckham Town A2. Great win for Farnborough 4th. Uh, Jack Hollidge got four goals for them in that one. 
Then another result, again, you don't like to see as a lead. Great win for Old Betsy Town, 13-0 against London Legends. Uh, Ryan Carey got a hat-trick, Ben Crumpton a hat-trick, Jack Smith too. Uh, bad luck to London Legends. Hopefully they'll improve next week. Then down into Division 3. And in Division 3, we had Chelsfield 3, Slade Green Knights 1. Great win for Chelsfield. Um, keeps their great start to the season going. Dulwich Village Reserves 2, Catford 1. Well done to Dulwich Village Reserves on their first win of the season after three losses. Uh, FC Peak 3, Red Velvet A4. Incredible for Red Velvet A. They were 3-0 down in that game. Came back to win 4-3. What a brilliant result for them. Then Teviot Rangers 3, South East Athletic 0. Um, Chiki Amuzu got two goals for Teviot. Well done to them. Then we got some cup games. So in the uh, Queen Mary Cup, we had the clash of Premier against Division 3. And it was a close one. Mildeen won Bermondsey Town 2. So bad luck to Mildeen. Um, they'll recover from that short, I'm sure, and go again. Um, but on this occasion, Bermondsey Town of the Premier did come out on top. Then we had a game in the um, Queen Mary Cup with two teams who fought it out for the Division 3 title last year, and it ended up STC Sports 4, TNS 2. Uh, Nicholas Adamu with a couple of goals for STC. So well done to STC there in the hat for the next round. Then we had a game in the Ron Pope Cup. And Eltham Town Reserves got their first win of the season, 5-1 against Red Velvet Reserves. Greg Williams to uh, and Taku Zangaza with a hat-trick. So great for them to be off and running for the season. And then we had a game in the Elizabeth Jakes Cup. And that ended up with extra time, elite performance and Eltham Eagles Reserves. Two all after full time, went to extra time. Eltham Eagles Reserves grabbed the winner. Uh, James Seal with a couple of goals for them. So congratulations to... Uh, Eltham Eagles Reserves in the hat for the next round of the um, Elizabeth Shakes Cup, which is the cup for the bottom two divisions. Right, a little look at the league standings. And in our John Cooper Premier Division, Old Rona out on top, four wins out of four, 12 points. Baum a second, three wins out of three and nine points. Um, next to Eltham Town, who won two and lost two. And then Bermondsey Town have only played two and they've won one and drawn one. Um, Yep, looks like it's going to be a competitive division, that one. Uh, please see Tenenbaum and, and, and Leighton Athletic Reserves off the uh, mark with their first wins. West Wickham and Albion also got a win last week. So only two teams without a win in that division. That's Holmesdale and Eriff uh, and Belvedere Reserves. And Holmesdale have only played one. So I think it'll be a nice competitive division. Then we go down to Division 1, Jim Hampson Division 1. And out on top, Red Velvet Reserves uh, out the cup to the Ron Pope Cup to Eltham Town Reserves. But they're leading the way in that division. Three wins out of three, nine points to Red Velvet Reserves. Next, Eden Park with seven points from four games. Then West Bromley Albion have got six points, but they've won both their games. Groundhoppers, one win, three draws. They're also on six points. Then South Dulwich. Agenda, Rustlers, Farnborough, who've won their only game so far, Farnborough thirds. And then Lewisham Athletic, Elton Town Reserves, Welling Park Reserves, all got a point. Lewisham Project, the only team yet to get a point from their three games so far. Second division, and Crofton Albion have got nine points. So do Farnborough fourths have nine points. So uh, those two leading the way at the moment, Matagalpa, um, and Old Bexley Town are on six points, so are Eltham Eagles um, from their three games so far. Then we've got STC Sports, who've only played twice, they've got three points. Beckenham, Peckham Town A, Elite Performance, and TNS, who have all won one. Welling United Def have, haven't got a point yet, nor have London Legends from two games and four games, respectively. Down to the third division, and Chelsfield lead the way with 10 points. Uh, excellent for them. Three wins and a draw. Eltham Eagles reserves, three wins out of three for them. They're on nine points. Then Slade Green Knights and FC Peak on six points. Red Velvet A on six points. Teviot Rangers on four. Mildeen, Dulwich Village Reserves have got a win. Beckenham Knights, Beckenham Reserve team yet to play a game. And then Catford and Southeast Athletic A sadly haven't picked up a point yet. 
Okay, now let's have a little look at top goal scorers. And in the Premier Division, I don't think it's any surprise to see Pat Brennan, nine goals from four. Then two Bauma players with seven goals, Ross Cable and Romel Simmons. And then Dan Corbett of Eltham Town, also with seven goals. Okay, down to Jim Hampson Division 1 and top goal scorers. We've got Greg Williams of Eltham Town Reserves out in front with seven goals uh, from three games. Then James Hunter of Eden Park with five and Dane Keenan of Red Velvet Reserves also with five goals. Down to Division 2 and we have Luke Berwick of Eltham Eagles out on top with six. And then we've got a couple of old Bexley Town players, Ryan Carey and Ben Crumpton, both grabbed hat-tricks this week. They're on five goals. And Corey Thompson of Beckenham uh, on five goals as well. Down to the third division. And our top goal scorer at the moment is Kaludi Giwa of Slade Green Knights with eight goals. Uh, Dan Hooley of FC Peak also has eight. Uh, and then we've got five goals, Robert Osborne and Chiki Amazu of Teviot Rangers. So well done to them. Now on to our fixtures for next week. And we have a lot of cup games this week. So in our John Cooper Premier Division to start with, three games. AMG Ballers at home to Homesdale Reserves. Balmer at home to Bermondsey Town should be a really good game. Leighton Athletic Reserves versus Old Roan. In Division 1, we have uh, Jim Hampson Division 1. We've got coming up uh, Farnborough Thirds against Eltham Town Reserves. Groundhoppers versus Welling Park Reserves. Red Velvet Reserves versus Rustlers. Um, should be some good games in there. Red Velvet against Rustlers in particular. It's a good one. Farnborough Thursday against Eltham Town Reserves as well. Then down to Division 2. And we've got Beckenham against Farnborough Fourths. Eltham Eagles against London Legends. Old Bexley Town against STC should be a tight one. Peckham Town A against TNS should be another good game. Well United Def against Crofton Albion. Um... Actually, Eltham Eagles have asked for no game this week after the incident, so Eltham Eagles versus London Legends will not be being played. Um, down to the third division, and we've got Catford against Mildeen. Um, Chelsford against Eltham Eagles reserves will not be played either. FC Peak versus Dulwich Village reserves. Red Velvet A against Beckenham Knights, Beckenham's first game with their reserve team, and Slade Green Knights against Teviot um, Rangers should be a good game, that one, Slade Green against Teviot. So, cup games. We've got lots of games in the Queen Mary Cup. Uh, agenda of Division 1 against West Wickham Albion of the Premier Division. Ear from Belvedere against Eltham Town in the Queen Mary Cup. Two Premier sides. FC Greenwich against South Dulwich. Premier against first. Um, 10 MB against Eden Park. Premier against first. I think that should be a cracking game. Some great ties there. Then we have... Um, Also in um, the Queen Mary Cup, South East Athletic A versus West Bromley Albion and elite performance of Division 2 against uh, Lewisham Project of Division 1. That should be a really good game too. And that is our fixtures for the uh, coming week. So, um, yeah, some great games looking ahead. Um, particularly interesting with the Queen Mary Cups. I think um, I'd like to pick out for games of the week next week uh, agenda against Westwood from Albion I think it'll be a great game first against Premier side FC Greenwich against South Dulwich Premier against First Division side and 10MB against Eden Park Premier against First Division I think all of those games will be absolutely great um, I think it'll be great to see uh, an upset there you know you've got to fancy the Premier sides but it wouldn't surprise me if we do get an upset and then in the Premier my fourth game of the week has got to be Balmer against Bermondsey Town that looks like an absolute cracker Bermondsey Town started the season really well one win and a draw in the league. Bauma three wins out of three. Can they keep that run going? Um, 
should be a great one. Uh, looking forward to seeing those results next week. Okay, that's all from me. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. This is Lee Coker reporting to you on the Seven Oaks in District League. It's been a few weeks since I gave you an update, so there's been a few more games played and leagues and divisions are starting to take shape. So if we jump straight in and look at the, the Premier Division, um, Potters first at the top in the table there. They've made a solid start. They've played four, one, three, drawn one. Um, sitting at the top on 10 points with a, a big goal difference of plus 12 there. That helps by their 7-0 win that they've had. Um, being closely chased by Nomads, Revo and Kenzin, all on seven. And then propping up the division are West Kings down first, played three, lost three, minus six goal difference there. So if we flick from the Premier Division to Div 1, uh, it seems like a, a good little tussle st- starting to form at the top there. You've got Westrum and Item both on 12, both played 4 1 4. Um, massive. Goal difference for Westrum there with plus 20. Um, looks like if they keep going, that should be an interesting and uh, exciting division to, to keep an eye on. Um, propping them up are Ainsford FC and Hildenborough Athletics. Ainsford on one with one draw. Hildenborough on zero. Played four, um, minus 19 goal difference. Carrying on to Div 2. Um, top of the table there are Penshurst Park and Roselands. Uh, Roselands being promoted the, the season before and the season before that. Um, so Penshurst at the top there, we've uh, played for 1 3, lost 1. Um, Nine points. Roseland's playing only the three on um, winning two of those and drawing one. So they've made a solid start on seven points there with a game game in hand over the leaders. Um, Pembury first, also new to that division, sitting mid-table, played four. Uh, minus one goal difference. So they've won two, two out of four. Um, six points. And then propping up... At the bottom there, you've got Larkfield and New Hive, um, who jumped two divisions last season. Um, they've played two, only the one point. So, join one, losing one. Dartford, Selwick Reserves, played four, um, lost three, drawn one. Um, looks like they could be in for, for a tough old season at the bottom. Um, flicking to Div 3. One I should know very well. Uh, sitting top there, uh, Green Street Green. Played four, one three, drawn one. Um, a goal difference of, of 12. Helped by the, a big win against Borough Lane in their first game. Um, hot on their heels are West Farley Reserves. Played three, one three. Uh, nine points there. Five Oak Green. Played four, one two, drawn one. But like I say, bottom of the pile there is Borough Lane first. 
Um, played one, uh, lost 7 0 to uh, Green Street Green there. Wilder Park also playing two, losing two, minus seven uh, goal difference. So we dropped to the bottom division, who started later than everyone else. Um, you got top of the table there, played 3 1 3, Woodlands first team on nine points. Um, second place, uh, AFC Greencourt on eight points. Uh, third place, Swanley. Played four, one, two, drawn one, one, uh, lost one to seven points. Um, at the bottom there, we've got Pembury Reserves, played three, lost three. Um, Ide Hill played zero games. Um, don't know what's going on there, whether they're struggling with um, pitches, maybe uh, their first or second team. Up to the complete liar, they're a new team. Uh, I know they were... They were um, the fixtures were already done, basically, when they, they joined the league. Um, so, yeah, they're raring to go. They've got plenty of players. Uh, so they opened another team uh, in the lower divisions and and basically was waiting for, for the fixtures to be played out and then they can get involved. Um, so that's about it at the moment. Um, there's been some good games, some high-scoring games. Looks very competitive in most of the divisions. Looks like it's, it's going to be very close. Um at top and bottom. So it should make some interesting football. I'll do a bit more in-depth review on the next one. Uh, I'll be looking at some individual games. Um, been a bit short of time this week. So I will look forward to speaking to you again. I'm going to do this monthly. So I may even try and get a guest from another team on. Um, been mentioned to them already. Uh, just waiting to hear back. So, yeah, look after yourself and speak to you all soon. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.